Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. In this episode, we react to the news of Kanye's conversion and the idea of caffeine leading to gossiping. We also dissect the story of the prodigal son and have a little fun with it at the end, which for now will be a surprise. So let's get right to it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Prodigals podcast, the podcast that was lost but now is found by people who were lost but now are found. Uh, So, I'm Mark, and I'll be your host today. I'm joined by these awesome people. Name yourselves. First, I'm Billy. I'm Jed. Arwin. Alan. Okay. And they are all your hosts today. (laughs) I'm alongside myself. (laughs) So, today we'll be learning about a lot of things, and a good place to start will be studying the prodigal son but before we do that let's go to the servants and let's hear some news from them news reaction servants say what (laughs) okay first news reaction so it's been on the news lately that kanye west has converted to christianity and it's been a whole you know controversy and like is he really converted or like how christians um are have reacted to it online twitter facebook or whatever people are questioning his conversion uh so guys what's your reaction to kanye's church and his conversion his whatever he's doing right now with his album jesus is king wait is it a reconversion well he said he was a born he is a born again christian now Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, take that as you will, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he grew up uh, in a Christian environment, in, in a Christian home. Uh, but I guess, yeah, it wasn't until recently yeah. that he converted. He, uh, yeah. Came to faith, I guess. Came to Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm all, I'm all for it. I love Kanye. I love him as an artist. It, I'm just happy to see, you know, I think it's just really amazing to see celebrities like people like Justin Bieber, I don't know who other celebrities who like Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Wait, Tyrese. wait, yeah. Well, people like cause like these celebrities who come out as who has come out as Christian, like people who say they follow Jesus. And I'm like, if God is allowing these people to be put in this peace place and have a platform to share who Jesus is, like I'm all for it. That's me. I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, other people's reaction. Hmm. I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking. While you're thinking, it's a, yeah. diff- it's a different Kanye than different Kanye than Jesus walks Kanye. Mm, yeah, it, it's evolved. Uh, I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. Mm. I listened to the album. Yeah, I haven't finished it, but the one song that stood out for me is. God is. That's a that's a mm-hmm. tough track, that I feel. Theologically tough, or like I don't know. T U F F. Yo, that's a tough song. For 
prodigal sons out of five. Oh, there already? Okay. Oh, no, we're not taking a review. We're not there yet? Just reaction. That's my reaction. Just reaction. Four out of five. Kanye's conversion? Four out of five. Four out of five. Prodigal sons. No, just a song. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a song. Just a song. Just a song. I'm not going to judge Kanye. I agree. I I didn't grow up with Kanye, like listening to his music or anything. So I I don't know too much about him. But I mean I'm not in a place to like judge or like kinda like talk down our, on his experiences mm-hmm. and I think if he says that he's experienced uh Jesus and is new, then that's that's something that's real to him. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything I can really comment on. Definitely. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like going to Christian and be like, hey, let me see if this person's Christian enough so mm-hmm. I can accept them as a Christian. Sure. Right? Sure. I think it would be different if, like, I personally knew. Oh, yeah, Kanye, yeah. But, I mean, we're all, like, obviously not in his inner circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so We're still outside the box. <laughs> still outside the box. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, right now, as Christians, like, all we can do is rejoice. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Maybe... Like that he says he has found Christ and he says he has, you know, genuinely felt that conversion towards Christianity. And who am I to say, you know, he hasn't yet or mm-hmm. he didn't, right? Yeah. I mean, it's too early right now to yeah. see it. If we we can just take him take him at his word for now and say, That's great, let's rejoice that. You know, someone has been saved, mm-hmm. and all we can say is that hope that he's getting. You know, like a discipleship mentor, and someone is really pouring out into his life so that you know he learns more about God, and you know he has a, I guess, more complete theology if people are into that, um, or <laughs> yeah, like just have a closer relationship with God that someone is pouring out. Into into his life mm. yeah well I was when we were when I was looking into this topic um, you know I like Jed I didn't grow up on on Kanye but mm. to your point Mark um, one of the things he said in that two hour long um, interview was that you no know, he was trying to he was trying to bring up a biblical instance but I think he was fumbling around with it mm-hmm. but he you know automatically said you know I'm not a theologian I'm just a new convert Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, he, so, he, so he, yeah. So we kind of put that out there, uh, understanding. And and the thing is, is that going through the comments uh, of YouTube videos of, of of some of the things that he's been doing with uh, with this new album, you can't you can't deny two things. Number one is that uh, he has a huge platform. I agree. Right. Oh, yeah. A huge platform, yeah. obviously from from just the socials. But the other thing is that he's very polarizing. Right yeah, from the yeah, reputation yeah. that he that he has, you know, then all of all of a sudden it it switches for for some people. You know, one of the biggest things I I understand is that people have trouble with is it just is it a true conversion or is this you know is he a true convert or he or he is he just a good businessman? Yeah, mm. Like marketing ploy. Yeah, yeah, this is a market ploy. marketing Definitely. ploy, right? And some people have real issues. Wow. With it, right? Wow. On you know, and we're not just talking, you know. You're, if we're going to bring in the racial aspect of it, it's not the whole, you know, the Caucasians that are doing it, right? One video was purely, you know, uh, African-American and, you know, they had problems with that, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they, whether they, uh, whether they should trust him or not. But, you know, for me, 
it is too soon, right? We can't see what his, you know, what his true conversion is going to be. Other people look to some of the things that he does and says, well, look, when he does his thing, there's no scripture, there's no prayer, there's no sermon, there's yeah, just yeah, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's it, yeah. right? Um, and I think one, you know, one of the videos, this guy was saying, well, you know, that may just be what he's, he can offer right now, mm-hmm. right, yeah. as a new convert. Yeah, baby Christian, right? right? Uh, and as he learns more, hopefully he does, right? Um, and so we can't judge what's in his heart, what what kind of turning point it is. Uh, interesting thing to note, though, in that two-hour in that two-hour interview, um, some of his Kanye-isms came out, <laughs> right? Like less than an hour in, he's like, "Yeah, there's no doubt. Like I'm the I'm the oh, greatest yeah, yeah, artist yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, can't definitely. debate that." Right? And you see that long in the comments. It's like, are you sure? Like, whatever, that humility isn't there. But we don't give that up as soon as we choose Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, there are exactly. things that we yeah. that we struggle with, you know, as you know, even as new converts. But I'm in a wait-and-see pattern, yeah. right? Sure. This could be really good, right? Yeah. If yeah. it's true, this could be really good because of the platform that he has. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, right, on the other hand, this could be, you know, just... You know, this could be another ploy, right? This this could be just Kanye doing Kanye things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Right, and so the Bible tells us, you know, uh, even though we shouldn't judge, you will know a person by the fruits, mm-hmm. right? So over time, you're going to see, you know, is there, is there growth? Obviously, not after like two weeks from now. Oh, look, he did this. He's not a he's not a Christian. Well, he's not a Christian, he right? But grown. you have to, yeah, you have to. I think you have to wait mm-hmm. and see over over time, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it may take years, to be honest. It may take years. Yeah, yeah. for a lot of us, it doesn't... Yeah, it, for me, when I reflect on my life, when I gave my life to Christ, like, it's been years that I'm still growing and I'm still learning to, right. to become more like him and how he's changing me. So we can't expect, like, right. Connie to change in, like, two... Yeah, you said, like, two yeah. weeks. Like, right. what can we expect from yeah. a new Christian who first came to Christ? I mean, who's newly come to Christ? Like, right. what do you expect? Well, I mean, he is saying... A lot of the right things. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of the right things. And yeah. some people are, are still skeptical, you know, is he a good mm-hmm. you know, salesperson? Is he a good businessman? He knows what people want, right? Mm-hmm. He can manipulate music sure. to hear us. There's not a big stretch that he would tell us the things that we want to hear, right? I also know that he's starting to push towards social justice, things that, that help his country out, help, you know, other people out that, that may be struggling, mm-hmm. right, in his, some of his interviews. And you can't help but applaud that. Right, and think that there's there's something that's good in in that. There's something else that I wanted to say, but I totally forgot it, and I can't remember it. But hopefully, it'll come. <laughs> I think so, something that you mentioned earlier that I, I like really liked was there's a lot of trust concerns because like I mean Kanye is um, a very popular um, like icon in, in the entertainment industry. So like taking from a from, so from a secular um, like a, sec- a secular face into more of like a Christian, a growing Christian kind of uh, face as well. Like it, it's kind of hard for people to like jump into that right away. And as as we've been like discussing, like it does take a lot of growth. It does take a lot of time to see like changes in a person. It's not, it's never immediate. But I guess that's also like society really um, imposing like what Christianity looks like. Mm-hmm, um, like. If if Kanye is really Christian, then he should be patient right now. Well, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if if Kanye is really Christian, then he has to be this or that. And so it's it's really interesting because I guess we are still trying to learn how to trust a public figure, uh, and that then this public figure is just a growing uh, Christian at the moment. Yeah, I think the in terms of the trust aspect, and I think you were talking about and something about what you were saying also triggered this. 
was that in the comments as well, you could tell people were fully supporting this, right? Yeah. They love Kanye, right? They they want to see this, and you know it's whatever. And I just I got to this point where I was thinking, well, it seems that those that um, those people that are in the church, they love the church, but also love Kanye. They want they want you know this they to be this a good to thing. They, they want, want this, this to be work. a good thing. Yeah. And so yeah. it doesn't matter what what detractors say. Like, they'll like. You know, the hammer at home. No, this is a good thing. This is, you should praise the Lord. Da 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 da. Yeah. Right. They really want this to work. And yeah. then there's still others that skeptical. They are really skeptical. Doesn't sure. matter what he says. Doesn't matter what he does. Right. They're not going to buy anything he says. Mm-hmm. You know, they're married to their values, and that's it. They're not going <laughs> to listen to it at all. Right. Uh, and so the polarizing aspect of of Kanye's conversion, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's going to be something that we need to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. At least you know, for the next few moments. Sure. All right. Good discussion. (laughs) Nice. Servant, do you have anything else? (laughs) (laughs) Well, sir. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next thing that I want to talk about is coffee. Yes. Currently drinking coffee right now. Currently drinking coffee right now. So... Uh, there was, has been a presentation, uh, I believe two weeks ago, from Dr. Nedley, Neil Nedley, I believe. And he talks about coffee. And one of the points that he pointed out is that coffee leads to gossiping. What's your reaction? <laughs> oh, furious. <laughs> oh, furious. Uh, furious in the sense that it, it, it's like we tie... Um, something to cause something i think they can be related but it, it's not like a causation there's yeah, a correlation, yeah, correlation. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you can be sure of like a to yeah it's not directly a to b like yes yeah they're yeah, just yeah, co- yeah, they're yeah, correlated yeah. they're related they can be related but it doesn't mean that one causes the other yeah and it's not even coffee alone that causes like i mean like when i have a cup of coffee when you meet up uh with people one-on-ones uh, over coffee we don't talk about like we don't necessarily gossip, and I'm being uh, in a place where I've been discipled before over coffee, and I'm in a place where I can disciple someone over coffee. Um, it, it leads to a lot of growth, a lot of um, I see a lot of good things when we meet together. Um, but I, it's, I think it's inevitable sometimes that whenever people do meet together, that gossip can happen. So gossiping literally happens nearly every weekend at church. Gossiping can happen or at every household. Even with people, even like in Asian bath uh, bath places, you know, they they wait, all like meet wait, 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 bath houses. Houses. Wait, 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 in your field that you're in right now, is there any truth to this? Is there any sort of validity in what... What's the guy's name again? Neil Nedley. Neil Nedley. Neil Nedley of the Weimar Institute. Yes. Wow. Is there any effect... Uh, was it a frontal lobe? Frontal... Uh, yes. Is there any effect... The effect of caffeine of on frontal lobe? I don't know. I have zero clue. <laughs> All, maybe all I can say in the, on, the, on the topic is that, like, as Jet said before, like, caffeine does not directly 
cor- does not correctly cause people to gossip. It's definitely the state of people's heart, mm. right? It's not like I drink coffee and I'm all alone. Say I'm all, I'm all alone at home. I'm drinking coffee and I'm like, wow, I really feel the need to gossip to someone about something. I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen. Does that sound realistic to you? Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any like, well, it, I, it, I, It's it, the sheer ridiculousness of um, the correlation, right? Um, and, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to understand why a man... That is supposedly, I mean, that's learned. Like he's he's got a doctor to his name, right? Sure. So there, he has a doctorate to, of what though? I don't know, but <laughs> he's got. He, I mean, he's put in time to get that. Right? Sure, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Right. That's so great. I mean, there's at least, and I've and I've heard him speak on several okay. other things. It's Fair. he's not dumb. He's not definitely. He he's not a quack in the sense that he just whatever. But this seems like really out to left field. Mm, yeah. Right. And so I was going through Twitter and seeing some uh, trying to find out. Uh, what this man exactly said in its you know its purest form, mm-hmm. but one thing that really caught my eye was the savagery of the responses to <laughs> said you know said sentence yeah. right um, you know uh, it, it almost seems like there was the, there was this there was this statement that was put out there, and because it was it was ridiculous to a lot of people. The sheer amount of of savagery that comes out, mm. right, uh, at them of rebelliousness of just like, hey, this is it. Let me let me just put this out there, right? Uh, was interesting. Ooh. It was interesting in the sense that, well, okay, it, I know that there's this polarization in our in our church where there's you know you have your conver- conservatives, you have your liberal liberals, everybody in between, mm-hmm. and uh, if you know the the reaction that we've gotten, right? You could almost say that the the level of reaction, you could have that on both sides. It just so happens that this one is for, you know, one conservative makes one statement and then, you know, those that don't agree with it, boom, they hit it. With oh, all the on top yeah, of like, oh, wow, yeah, look how... Like, wow, Twitter comes so out, the ID comes out, everything mm. comes out. And one person's just like, look, we're, we're all Christians, you know, that's... Let's handle this in kindness. Let's be, and let's be gracious. You in can this be moment. gracious. You, you can, can gracious you can you can disagree with people and yeah. and, and not and not be a jerk about it. That's right? true. Uh, I, like I'm pretty sure people can like put it in a way like, hey, I don't agree with you, but right. still my brother in Christ, you know? Yeah, and so you've got these two, and it's almost I, I want to I want to say that you guys like I mean the I wanted to say to these people you know vicariously it's like, it's like you guys are almost alike. It's just there's some v- v- viewpoints that you disagree on, mm. but. You know, you guys pretty much react yeah. the same, would react the same way. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I think there needs to be a little bit more understanding within, you know, mm-hmm. within our in our church and, and other people in general. The one person, I mean, not one person, the one thing I do have an uh, issue with is the ones that are um, profiting off of it. What? Right, because right, they will make... Because they make hoodies, they make uh, stickers, oh right? Oh, really? And if it was just for, you know, if the hoodie was, you know, uh, 20 bucks, right? 20 <laughs> bucks. Really? There's yep. a mug that says cost. Yeah, tree. so if, if, the, if <laughs> the hoodie was like the 20 logo. bucks, you know, it's to cover the cost of, 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 of the material and the printing the and, the, and, and the whatever... Okay, fine. I, you know, it's I can fun, see how you want. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to support that memorize, and, and to say, <laughs> memorialize you know, this whole situation. It's fifty bucks. But wow, really? It's fifty bucks. And it's like, 
It's the just, sticker's like four dollars, but you know, isn't like, that like copyrighted? I swear they're like copying no. another company's logo. So I, 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 I <laughs> know I, I understand that they want to support their their viewpoints and they want to put it out there. And this is the PR. I have a problem with. I have a problem with that. With, that, with somebody because, profiting yeah, off it's just of, adding more fuel to the fire. It's right. like it's breaking down people. It's exactly. not building people yeah. up. This is not, it's not creating bridges. This is not helping our it's, church. Exactly. And you're profiting off of that. I have a problem with that. Right? It's like the scark, the snark, the snarky con- yeah, comments. Snarky con- comments. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like where I, I believe, like where I can see the issue is that humans have a gossiping problem. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't okay. matter. Yeah. Like. How long you've been Christian, you will have a gossiping problem. You want to talk about people, right? To take off attention from yourself and like what you're going through. And so I think coffee can affect your system and that it'll make it more like kind of like okay, it'll yeah. be more wired. Okay, right? let's and talk. Yeah, so, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, the effects of coffee in its sense, okay, uh, from what I gather. Right, um, you can have a moderate amount, and that's moderate according to you know our governmental regulations. Sure. What is it? Less than four hundred milligrams of what is caffeine. That? How much is a cup of coffee? That's like about four or five cups of coffee a day. What? Right. That's but, four or five. But, four or five cups. But what Neil? Moderate? But doc, what Doctor Neil Nedley was talking about uh, was taking um, was taking quotes from somebody that was writing in the late eighteen uh, eight, late nine. Well, 1800s. Old person. Right? 1800s. 1800s. Right? Yeah, yeah, really 1800s. old record of right? information. Sure. Um, what I understand is that people like Voltaire that, would live, that was living around that time would, would drink about 50 cups wow. uh, of coffee wow. a, day, a day. A day? How do you um, Theodore Roosevelt would drink about a gallon a day. Right? That is way over 400 milligrams of caffeine uh that you know the people would whatever why is that important because after 400 milligrams to an average person now obviously it takes into account the average height weight so for filipinos it's gonna be a little bit less less than that right there are there are well-documented effects to it Mm -hmm. right uh i don't know if you guys want to take a look at i mean google some of them but i know I know there are some health benefits that are out there, but people are like other people will say, well, those studies that that say, well, they're they're good for cancer, they're good for Alzheimer's, they're good for whatever, mm-hmm. right? Those weren't the most robust of sure. of whatever. But what we do know is that caffeine will affect your sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. Caffeine uh, does not work well when you have alcohol. Caffeine does not work well when you're when you're sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Right, it is not a substitute for that, mm-hmm. and in that sense, the person that was writing these things that Neil Nedley is talking about—that's where that person is coming from, particularly from alcohol, because it doesn't mask, it doesn't make you sober. Mm-hmm. What it does is that it stops you from thinking that you're that you're <laughs> drunk, that you're sober, that you're alert, but it doesn't change your reaction time, it doesn't change your mm-hmm. your judgment, yeah, right, or lack thereof, right? Your fine motor skills not there either. Right, so that doesn't do. So she's talking from there. She's talking also from. Uh, she's also talking from uh, a measure of sleep deprivation. Now, sleep de- deprivation wasn't just a problem in the 1800s, in the 1900s. It's a problem now, mm-hmm. right? And if we drink coffee every single day, 
you know, that if it affects our sleep patterns, uh, that sleep dep deprivation is cumulative. And so you may think you've been getting a good night's sleep uh, on a Sunday, getting eight to nine hours, but that doesn't replace every time you only sleep for three hours. Yeah. Right? And so that will, and that's not. <laughs> and so that doesn't change as well. What she's talking about, the person that's that's writing this is that, look, the more you do this, the more you drink coffee, it masks your sleep deprivation to the point where, hey, you're not doing, I mean, you won't know. Um, how do I put this? Uh, it'll affect you in ways that you think you don't know yeah. to your detriment, mm -hmm. right? The more you do this, mm -hmm. right? And we can understand from that standpoint, particularly when one of the side effects is that it decreases your ability to reason out, right? Mm -hmm. To a certain extent, because you know when you're sleep deprived, you're not exactly in the best mm -hmm. shape possible, yeah. right? Mindset. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's what they're saying, right? Some people can't handle coffee. Some people can't handle the tea to that effect. And so what I understand from this person is saying, look, you should stay away from it in general if you can. Get mm -hmm. sleep, eat well, eat right, right? You'll be much better off than you can, mm -hmm. right? Because your body and your mind are linked, mm -hmm. right? Um, some people need it though, right? And, if that, and I don't think she addresses that, right? What she's talking about is, there are some people that can't, and I don't want to be responsible for those that said, hey, this person said, I can do it, and I should be okay mm -hmm. when I'm not. So I can get where they're coming from. The problem with guys like Neil Nedley and the, the platform that he was on, they're trying to galvanize their base, right? They're trying to stir up the, the Christian church to be better, to be more wanting to be more stout Christians. Yeah. The problem is, is that it doesn't galvanize, it polarizes, right, yeah. within this, right? And so I get what you want to do. You kind of didn't do it right, though. You went about <laughs> it the wrong way. That's the way I see it. So, sorry, I kind of like... Wow. I feel very, very educated. <laughs> very you know, well put, and, um, Very well put. Because yeah, I wanted to reaction. see from his point of view as well. No, to see if this dude totally was agreeable. totally full of it. There is... Like truth to what he said, I, I believe. Like it can lead to. He just says it's so it, out there. It's just so it ridiculous in its notion that these two are correlated. That you would reach so hard to say, "Come on, man, really, we're gonna gossip if we drink that, right?" Yeah. It so seems like ridiculous. it's just that, that blank. You could see like it that. happen in a very small, in a very, yeah, very specific happen. situation. Very specific situation. There, right? It can happen. But, oh man, that is the wrong thing to say to try to galvanize people. You're trying to lump in a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of situations in one, right? When you're talking about one specific instance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's going to be problems with that. There's mm -hmm. going to be problems. All right. Thank you for your reactions. Reactions. Um, beautiful. Thank wow. you to our servant who, uh, <laughs> who said what? Service uh, what? Service Okay, so right now we're going to visit our fatted calves. Uh, <laughs> this segment will be doing this segment will be doing a book review today. Um, it doesn't have to be a book every time. It can be a song, it can be an article, but today it happens to be a book. And so we'll be talking about Love Does 
by Bob Goff. It's a book written by, you know, Bob Goff, as I said. <laughs> and it's a beautiful, Imagine. it's a beautifully written book talking about the love of Jesus emanating from you to love others because, as he says, love just does. It doesn't like, it doesn't just say, like, you hear people, oh, I love you, and you know that, but love does. And so our jobs as Christians is to show love to others by tangible effort and actions mm-hmm. and showing them love. So, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> Call you out again. Calling me out. Yep. What's your review for this uh, book? I I really love this book. I was recommended this book by actually Mark and Jenna. Wow. Themselves. Hey. Jenna. Yeah. And um and I've never met <laughs> I've never <laughs> encountered a, a a book that really <laughs> can you really meet a book? <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I I've never uh, read a read a book that really spoke uh, a lot into loving practically everyday lives, mm-hmm. and it's not like the other Christian literature that kind of just describes and gives examples. It's more so that this is straight out his own life story, and through his life story, he brings up like an important lesson, and and so it's a collection of his memories, and and it's one of the it's it's just really empowering in a in a very loving way, I guess. And like one of the one of my favorite parts, uh, one of my favorite examples. I'm gonna spoil it. Wow! So just one spoil chapter. It, spoil it. it. Spoil it. There was this time where Bob Goff. Um, there was one time where Bob Goff was driving in his truck and got hit. Uh, by an got, old lady. By an old lady, and his whole body flew out the car. Wait. <laughs> so his whole body okay, flew then. out the oh, car. Okay. Wow. And so he probably wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He was not wearing a seatbelt. So that was <laughs> but so then he he, <laughs> get, he gets up. Why are we laughing about this? Flew out of car, guys. I don't know, man. He gets up and then he walks towards the old lady who's still in the Wait, car. He f- yeah, he and then he and and the old lady was just shaking in the car, right? Because she's like not able to process everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes up to her and she looks to him and he's like, "That was the most." awesomest jump i've ever had <laughs> and and like in my all head right. i couldn't process right. that because that like right. my, i would i would have a different reaction i would be swearing <laughs> i would be really upset yeah but instead <laughs> he met he met her with like love and i i believe at one point in the in the book where uh, she eventually like they, they started to talk over on the phone um, but she had a hard time receiving forgiveness from him, mm. Mm. and so he even uh, and so she kept on calling him just to like, um, just to prove like to to kind of just showcase that like she is like sorry and sorry. But then he's he's got tired to a point where like you don't have to keep saying sorry. I've already forgiven you. So he gives out like this basket of flowers to her, and he's like, "Stop texting and calling me," <laughs> just to get the point across. Or like, when love is borderline stalking, is that is that pretty much it? But I mean, it's 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 so amazing that like his reactions to some of the things that we would find stressful, mm-hmm. to the things that we would we would think would be the end of the world to us, in a very whimsical and joyful and lighthearted way. Like his office right now, I don't know if it's right now, but he is like a bench. In Disney World, in Disneyland, and and I don't know if you can get any whimsical than that. And so, 
I don't, I, I don't know. It, I see, I see how this book really changed how I love others, and mm. it really encouraged me to love others. Not, not like be, more than just like who they are. Just, just them. Just them. Loving without intention. Just, just love them. Mm-hmm. Just love them. Uh, just simply put, just love them. And it's not about thinking and trying, trying to conjure. How do we love them? It's just, just love them. Let's just love them. And that's something I really appreciate. And so I would give this 4.75 fatted caps out of 5. Fatted caps. Not the weak five. ones. The fat yeah, ones. The fat ones, yeah. That's a really solid one. I need to do the leftover. Save it for the next dinner. Save it for the dinner next time. That's for the priest, man. That's for the priest. Save it for the next celebration. For the older brother. For the older Poor older brother. Yeah, I just, I just feel like this book has inspired me to do the same, to just be helpful, yeah, like be loving to others that I encounter each and every day. So, you guys should read it. It's really good. Cool. Uh, love does. I actually cheated. I didn't Bob read it. Goff. I actually <laughs> used an audiobook, which was that's a lot more That's not cheating. It's it's okay, that's well, it depends cheating. on people's view on reading. I don't think it's cheating either, Listen, but I just said it was cheating. That's, you're still consuming. Oh. The, you're consuming the information. The information. Yeah. There you go. It's almost like a podcast. That's a consumer. Like this. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Love so, dudes. Can I go back for a second? Because, I mean, just the whole idea of us loving people, right? Um, I, was, I wanted to ask you, is, do you think that's a huge, you know, that's a huge need in our church right now? You know, that that's an emphasis that we haven't been emphasizing enough. You know, obviously in the past, Maybe what five years, ten years? We've been doing that, but you know, is it something mm. that we still need to, 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 to do to uh, push forward? And the reason why I say that, going back to the whole gossip juice and the the hard reactions, I understand that some of the reactions that were on there, I understand it because um, this is such a small thing in terms of drinking coffee and whatever. But there are bigger issues that you're mm. not tackling, right? You've got a huge platform that you want to talk about that you should be talking about and you're talking about coffee and gossip. No. Right? There are bigger things that you need to deal with than this. Right? Uh, and so, yeah, maybe they all should start reading. The spice is real. Wow, that's spicy. It's just, yeah, it's a really inspiring book. Yeah, everyone needs to read it. Um, I think they need to read it. Oh, is that rude? Everyone, I need to read it. in general. Yeah. Just uh, buy a book off of start. Amazon or um, get a like, get a, scri- a Link will be in the description below. Subscribed. Sponsor, uh, sponsor us. I hope they'll be our sponsor in the future. Um, <laughs> Audible. Yeah. Scribd. 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 All right. Scribd. On to the next segment know. called the discussion. We don't have. So oh, let's go to the synagogue. <laughs> We're going to the synagogue. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> we'll be studying. Let's go. Let's go. discussions happen, right? Dwelling. <laughs> let's go. Right? We're going to go to the synagogue. We're going to call something um, else. I like the synagogue. And we'll be talking about the parable of the prodigal son, which is found on Luke 15, verses 11 to 32. I, I'll read this. Um, I'll be the scripture reading for today. (laughs) Parable of the prodigal son. And he said, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, 
Give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. <clears throat> Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields and to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and he is alive again. He lost. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older brother, his older son, was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants, asked what this meant. The servants say, what? And he said to him, your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he was received back safe and sound. He has received him back safe and sound, but he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, look, these many years I have served you. And I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, he killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It, is, it was fitting to celebrate and be glad. For this, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Mm. May God bless the reading of this word. <laughs> God bless the reading of this word. Um, so, what stood out to you and what can be your takeaway? Let's just discuss this passage. Edit out the long pause. Well, what if I want to pause for a dramatic effect? Oh, okay. We can do that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoever says um first. It's all in those words. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what stood out to me was that Yes. Cool. <laughs> oh, thank you for okay. sharing, Mark. Hey, go, 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 go. What stood out for me is uh, uh, look, uh, sorry, Luke 15, 16, mm. uh, where it said, He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, 
but no one gave him anything. Uh, why it stood out for me and why it's my takeaway, or what was my takeaway, is that the son was willing to lower himself, you know, even lower than the pigs, uh, just to get leftovers or anything that he can get. And uh, sometimes, in in some point in our life, we we've stooped to the lowest levels just to get any sort of you know affection love what what not what we feel like we need. yes at the time so that for me yeah like you know sometimes you just i don't know if this in, if, if anybody's gone through that or felt that feeling where you just did or said anything just to fit in or, or something like that but yeah that, that was that was my takeaway yeah, and that's a good takeaway because that's, like, I believe that, like, as human beings, that's our first inclination to do, right? Instead of going back to the Father, instead of realizing the love that God will shower us with, we just put it, put our faith in ourselves that, hey, I'll just rather do this myself. Like, I can't do anything right now. I can't go, you know, like, make a name out of myself. So I'll just stick with the pigs and I'll just eat whatever they have like because I don't really want anyone's help I don't need the father's love and like that's us that's us so mm. that's really powerful awesome are we sharing that you felt the same yeah awesome. <laughs> all right yeah. <laughs> affirm yeah I just yeah that's cool I can share the verse you can share that yeah. Good job, man. I'm really but like what stood out to me too is just like how both brothers misunderstood God. Like one brother is like, Oh, he he won't accept me as a son but will hire me as a servant. So he didn't see the father loving enough to accept him back while the son mis also misunderstood the father and thinking that he had to earn the father's love sure right like i he said i have been here for years and you didn't give me anything when he didn't ask for it he, he just he just kept working and working thinking that while he was working he's getting approval from the father mm -hmm. he's getting more love stored out for him i guess <clears throat> i don't know next <laughs> we go uh, every time I read this passage, I I always go back to um, verse twenty, and he arose. Uh, this is the the younger son, and he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced and kissed him. Um, I just always think about this because um, every time I feel a long way off from God, um, and I feel like I'm so far away from Him, I really, um, and I I just feel really far away from Him and. I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy enough. Like, oh, I feel like God won't accept me back. But every time I just try to pray or try to um, go back to him, I know that he meets me where I'm at. He meets me where I'm a long, while I'm still a long way off from where he is. And he, and he meets me um, where I am. And he runs to me and he embraces me. And he, and, he, and he loves on me, even though I feel so far away from him. So I don't know. It's just always an encouraging verse every time I read that. 
Um, so yeah, that's my biggest takeaway that God will meet us where wherever we're at, um, even if we feel so far away, far off from Him. Uh, I think when we uh, go back to Him and we seek Him, He will meet us wherever we are, uh, no matter like how I guess how bad or how evil or how far off we feel from Him. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's cool about that verse? Like when the father saw him, like he was just like coming, let's say, like over the hill, right? Mm-hmm. And the father saw him run away. That gives the indication that the father was always looking for him. Mm-hmm. Like the father was always looking out to see whether his son was going to come back. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just the son didn't just come home and knocked on a door and like the father is there and then then the father hugged him. No, it's the father was always looking for his son. Mm-hmm. Sure. Waiting, waiting, and looking. I, for me, what stood out is just how much like the father is misunderstood. I I, I see how in the the first the the younger is it the younger son? Mm-hmm. Well, the one that the prodigal son, the one that left and was eating uh, pig food in essence. Um, pretty much the. I, I just see how like he, he he puts this puts out this plan this plan to to go to his father say the spiel uh, ask for forgiveness and 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 ask if he can work as a hired servant and mm-hmm. I think this comes from like their culture of like I believe restitution it's like working so that they can pay off their dues which was the inheritance that he just spent like just lavishly spent spent mm-hmm. and I, I think that was his intention to do that uh, meanwhile to be a servant is to live off property of the home so he didn't believe that he would be part of that and so the way that i see it is that he's making all these plans the, these things uh but he's thinking less of the father not thinking the father would actually forgive him mm-hmm. not thinking the father will actually love him or will will embrace him and so when when he sees the father just run to him i think that just changes the whole expectations thing in his head mm-hmm. that he finally is getting to know who the father really is mm-hmm. which is a yeah. loving a loving father a yeah. father that cares and loves and is patient and will not beat you down when you're already roughened up and will, will love you in that place and will help pick you up like the father put a, a rope and uh the ring and and uh, some scholars and people say that the ring uh is the is one of the it's like one of the things that they use to stamp like official documents. So in essence, like a signature. And that just provides indication that the father was already instantly welcoming the son home without even the son having to say anything. Sure. And so I just see I just see that like how in our in, in my place and where I am and and just society, like God is frequently misunderstood. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um the thing that I love about parables particularly this one is that you can take it i mean we're we're obviously supposed to take the view of the prodigal son but we can take it from a number of different other characters you can take it from the father right in the sense that there are people that we love that make choices that we wish that they didn't didn't make yeah right and you're you're hoping for them you're longing for them right to come back and maybe this is hope for you that they will right you can take it from you can take it from the 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 friend's point of view they're just like oh i'm just you know, can you can you see yourself as only mooching off somebody else just for a good time and then leaving them when they don't? I mean, you got to do something about it because there's a human being behind that. You can even can I can I take it even farther and say and stretch it even farther? You may even take it from the pigs and say, 
being jealous of this one guy who's like trying to take your food. What are you trying to do? This is my stuff. And you know, you got to elevate yourself to whatever. But I think the one thing for me that stuck out and I, it's almost like I feel bad for the second son because everybody dumps on him. Like, oh. right. And, and not, and for sure he, uh, there's a miss. I, there's a, misappropriate not misappropriation but he doesn't get the idea of the value of his brother mm-hmm. right um but this one thing's uh this one verse that the father responds to him always sticks up for me and that's verse 31 he says to him son you have always been with me right you've always you've always listened to what i've said you stuck with me mm-hmm. right um you know you, it may not be exactly the way that i wanted you to maybe just because you know your intentions may not have been but this other, the second part for this sticks out to me so much. And all that is mine is yours. I've seen sermons. I've heard sermons where they just dump on him like he's the ultimate evil guy. Wow. But the father is telling him, look, you know, obedience isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right? But you need to understand, I mean, you need to understand the value of your brother. It's the same as yours. Right? I love you equally. But at the same time, for other, for other, you know, for other people that have, have talked about this, He's not the ultimate evil in this, in this, in this parable. Yeah. You just need to readjust some things. And even so, when God says, or when the Father says to him, look, everything I've got, it's yours. Right? All the things that, that I enjoy, it'll be yours. Right? So he's not, he's not one, he's, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not the antagonist of this story. Even though he kind of gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I kind of feel like I have to stick up for him for a little bit because the guy gets dumped on so much, sort of like Peter, because you know he gets dumped on for like you know failing in his faith yeah, yeah, when the other eleven didn't get out of the boat, right? Yeah. This one guy, yeah, and for sure, like I said, he he got he. I, I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of uh, what kind of animosity was there between him and his brother, right? Because he obviously didn't celebrate the way that his dad wanted him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, and. You know, we should love each other. I mean, that's the biggest part we were talking about. It's almost like a theme for us. We need to love one another. Yeah. But at the same time, obedience isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel that, you know, particularly in the grander sort of evangelical church, obedience is somehow equal to legalism. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and that's just not the case because, you know, and I don't kind of, Diverting here, but legalism is a, is a frame of mind. It's an intention of why you're doing things, yeah. right? Obedience is good. Staying yeah. with a father is good. Yeah, you should be blessed that you're not the one that, that left God. But at the same time, rejoice when when somebody comes back and yeah, realizes how good, it, how, good it is, <laughs> how good it is to be with a father, mm-hmm. right? So, wow. I, yeah. I find, it, I find it like, I think you hit a lot, a lot of good points there. I... I got, I kind of like went back to like what I the thought that I shared earlier like like I, I think that even the the brother the older brother like also misunderstand misunderstood God too yeah yeah fully and um and that he didn't think that the father would actually bless him or mm. uh, with where he's at um and there's a sense that he's trying to work for it yeah in that sense and I might I might even go as far to say that he might even have might have had a growing animosity against his father. Um, why? Why I say that is, is it might not be clearly painted deeply in the picture. But if the father was trying to look up for his uh, son who's lost, 
and it's, it would be an active picture to see every day. Imagine you're working out in the fields, and then you see your father just waiting up on the hill. What, you, what do you guys think about that? I think it's possible. I don't think we come, that comes out in the text. I don't think so. I yeah, think that I mean it's a, it would be a normal. I think I think pe- that would be a normal reaction for a lot of people. Uh, I just yeah, for me that didn't come out necessarily for me. It's just this dude was just what this guy came back and you're going to treat him like like he did something great, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I get? Right. I followed you for everything, and so you know that is also a natural experience or natural reaction where we're going to feel slighted because. We did what was right, and somebody else gets the benefit. Mm-hmm. And the beauty for me for that verse 31 is that the father reassures him, like, no, what you did was right. What you did was good. Everything you've got, I've got a reward for you. There's something good for you at the end of this, right? But just be happy because you're going to get yours, but be happy that somebody else will be joyful as well, mm-hmm. right? That's what I got from the father. And yeah. so, because he's he's a loving father to both of them, not just yeah. to one of them. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, natural reaction, right? You could resent your dad for you know continually looking after this one son that just kind of spurned him, and maybe he felt that he was being ignored. Mm-hmm. Maybe he felt like he was being put to the side, and all that his his efforts of trying to be good, right? Or, or just gone to waste. Yeah, it's gone to waste. Like mm-hmm. they don't matter, and he translates that to that to I don't matter. But here in that last verse, it tells me that's not exactly what the father was thinking either. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. so, yeah for sure. Yeah. Cool. And your take our takeaway point would be that the father loves everyone. Yeah, father loves all his children, um, and he would accept you back. And if you're someone out there who have gone away and thinking of coming back, just come back. The Father will accept you. If you have not believed God's love yet, um, if you're trying to fight that idea that God loves you, you've listened to the wrong place because we're going to tell you God loves you. <laughs> um, God loves you very much and he's going to accept you. So that's the takeaway point. Um, and yeah, so just a quick game. If you were going <laughs> to cast this story as a movie, who will your movie actors be? Are we doing this by um, character or by individual person in this movie? Uh, How do you want to do it? By celebrity. So, like, let's say... <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, no. Are we doing the what father do first? Like, who are you going to cast as the father? Okay, let's go to the father. Okay, let's, let's do, do that. Jen going to yeah. do, like, all three right now. Nah, let's do... Okay, let's go. Or, or are we going to do, like... Like, we list out the, the, the round downs of the four, the three, 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 three main three, characters. Three, three. Like, who would you father, suggest? each. Young son. Older son. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's just go uh, one by one. Okay, yeah. Just one by one. We're going to have to talk about this. Go, go, go. All right. The father for me, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> good choice, good choice, good choice. I'm with you on that. Nice. Nice. And then the younger son, I mean, the one who left. The prodigal? The prodigal would be, I guess, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling? Wow, okay. Wow. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. I can see that. 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 I can
I can imagine yes. Superman working the field. Yes. <laughs> I, can see, I can see that. Yes. Servant Stanley. Oh, oh we're doing special appearance. Okay, cool. Wow. Hey, Billy. No, wow. No, I, I can't even go because that's so good. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Oh, <laughs> man. I feel like I need more, I need more <laughs> actors. Okay. Let me think. Help your head. Father. For the father, who's a really old guy? <laughs> what about Morgan Freeman? That's what I was thinking. Like that's first, like first out of, out of the mind. That's a very that's a nice father. That's nice. Yeah. Uh younger son. Who's like a really bad guy? It should be Kanye. <laughs> it's just Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, okay. It's a pretty good okay, Kanye. Okay. This is a southern gospel movie. <laughs> <laughs> southern gospel movie. Yeah, southern gospel movie. Uh, and older brother. What was, that? what was the Black Panther guy's name again? <laughs> Which the Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick, 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 yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm all, I'm all about those ethnic movies. Wow. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, 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 I'm all right. Who's I'm the good choir with that. <laughs> 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 all right, what are we we doing? That's good. Oh, That's good. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. happy. I, I'm happy with my movie. Um, pretty good. <laughs> my the father for me might be. Um, I'm, I I can't choose uh, between the two. Uh, Tom Hanks or Tom Ian McKellen. Hanks. Yeah. Ian, Ooh, Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen. Gandalf. That's <laughs> the father. Nice, nice, well, nice. But I mean, yeah, like, because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love the movie. Catch me if you can. Then I would make the the prodigal son. Leonardo, Leonardo That's why he said Tom Hanks as the father. Because, like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. he <laughs> needed a father figure. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I mean, Ian McKellen would have... Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. No, man. That, oh, my goodness. That, that movie no. will be, like, instead of two hours, it'll be, like, three hours. It's just like, I love you, son. Thank you for coming home. Like, it's just... Everything's just gonna be... Like, hey, older brother. I I have the hardest. Oh wait, I don't I don't know who to put the older brother as. I I don't know who. Um, who's that guy that that I forgot his name? Phew. It's From the where? the oh. one that was in the new Spider Man movie with uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, what was his name? Jake with Jake. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think that's an older brother. It's just like yeah. a like, it's a good older brother. It's like, it's it's like, like a, yeah, like not doesn't look too demeaning yet. Like. Might have some. He looks like he works hard. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he works hard. Yeah, yeah. He'll work out for the role. Like yeah. that's all celebrities do. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine like Jake Gyllenhaal like shirtless working in the field. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just really mad. He's just like, man, yeah. I want that fatty cow. Oh man, that's a good one. <laughs> Arwin. All right, I had two two sets. Okay, so I had he has Morgan two Freeman as the dad. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I've been there. and Chad Chadwick as the son. Okay, which one? Which one? The 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 prodigal son. Okay. Wow, we're on the same page. And then the brother is Denzel. Wow, wow. yo Denzel, wow. Denzel would kill wow. that role. Denzel would kill that role. Wow, You're right. Give me back my money. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you all this time. <laughs> and then uh. The second one was Anthony so Hopkins. Okay. Uh, son is uh, Leo, the wow. brother uh, Tom Hanks. Wow, oh, you guys! Tom oh, Hanks. wait, the bro- so Leo is the prodigal son. Yeah, and, and, and the older brother Tom Hanks. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I w- like the first thing I remembered was okay. The father. Let's do. Let's do Morgan Freeman. 
But I wanted somebody else for like in terms of the son. I wanted somebody that wasn't African American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same yeah, thing yeah, with yeah. The, whatever with the older son. So I can't have like this movie where people will be distracted <laughs> with like. So the father has like not have any biological family. That's fine. Well, yeah, it's but a modern I family. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. This is just other people Twitter that I can do it. Twitter would roast you. Twitter would do it. <laughs> it's like the new little but 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 doesn't that show more of the father's love? It because would. Of the adopted it would. Sons. It would. But I wow, feel that so many people wow. would be just like you know they'd be too distracted with it. All right. So here's <laughs> okay. There's a couple of ideas that I had for the son. Um, I'm, which I'm surprised nobody said Tom Holland because he's sort of like no. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was definitely thinking that. Yeah, or, yeah. Or or Jack or Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason oh. is the guy from Game of Thrones, oh, yes. like uh, the prince yeah. that was like really whatever. It's just because he's so like he's so despicable. People want to hate him, right? So oh, so going yeah, yeah, through yeah. that process, they'll right whatever. And the the contrast between the contrast between the love that he has for from his despicableness, I think, will be such a huge whatever. But that's actually not who I wanted to pick. I'll tell you later on. Okay, the older son, <laughs> Sam Worthington. Yes, wow. yes, wow. I Sam agree. Wow, that, that just pulled yeah. out of wow. Sam Worthington, right? Because he's, he's just so intense. But I like all the other ones. Wow. Like everybody else's guy is so intense, right? Uh, for cute. the father, either Ian McShane, nice. Ian McShane was uh, um, um, okay. So you know, wow. Ameri- you know, wow. American Gods, like the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the whatever that guy. He's also he's a Tai Long uh, in Kung Fu Panda. He's on John Wick too. Oh yeah, that's a, nice, <laughs> yeah. that's a nice daddy right there. Either Ian McShane, um, Ed Broadbent, who is from Annie. Okay. Or, okay. Right? okay. Uh, Brian Cox or Sean Connery. Sean Connery uh, bringing him back from retirement. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but if I had yeah, so any of those guys will do. If I had to pick ones that wouldn't work out, the son would be Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> from social the older son would be Vince Vaughn oh okay. wow really that'd be back in 2007 the, yeah. the one that would not fit at all would be Joe Pesci the reason why is because they all talk so fast right it's just like <laughs> and they would just go back and forth and stuff like that and so a two hour movie would be condensed to like an hour and a bit right so I just okay. couldn't go with that one so that's 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 what I thought I'd, I'd go Well, folks, that is it for now. But don't worry, there's more to come. We thank you for joining us on our first episode, and we hope that you join us next time. You wouldn't want to miss it.